Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 41, year two. Now, I'm recording on Monday night, and I'm kind of in the same situation where I was last night, because last night, which was Sunday night, I still needed to record for Saturday and for Sunday. I, right now, still need to record for Sunday and Monday. So, I don't fall further behind. I'm going to do both. Even though it's getting kind of late and I am tired, I'm going to record number 41, which this one is, for Sunday, yesterday, and then immediately afterwards, before I can even stop and think or fall asleep, which happens more frequently this time of night, I'm going to record 42 for today. Regardless of what day or what number it is, I'm glad that you are here with me this evening or morning or noon or night or whatever time it is you're listening. As I share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday to experience the presence of God. Well, yesterday was Sunday and my God presence moment on Sunday almost always comes during Mass, during the liturgy that I go to in the morning. Now, I don't always talk about Sunday Mass um, because oftentimes there are other God Presence moments later in the day, and also I don't want to be repetitive. I mean, if I talked every Sunday just about my God Presence moment in Mass, that would get kind of repetitive. One-seventh of my podcast would be focused on that. And while Eucharist is an amazing, wonderful, incredible way that I experience the presence of God. I don't want you, dear listener, to think that's the only way that I experience the presence of God. And really, this podcast is to help you, who may or may not receive Eucharist, experience God's presence in your world as you go through your day, day to day. So, yesterday, the gospel was an interesting one, and actually one of my favorite ones. Now, to put it into a little bit of context, the Revised Common Lectionary, which is what Roman Catholic churches use, as well as numerous mainline Protestant churches, that would be Episcopalian, Lutheran, Methodist, Presbyterian, UCC probably uses it, and others. It follows the life of Jesus. That makes sense, yes? So back in Christmas, we celebrated Jesus' birth, then was Epiphany, Then we had his baptism. This year, we had his first miracle, the wedding at Cana. Then we had two weeks of him in Nazareth, uh, getting thrown out of the synagogue. And this week, it was time to hear about the call of the apostles. And it's the great story from Luke, where Jesus is teaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and the people are pushing, and he comes across some fishermen who are bringing their boats in from a long night of fishing. Jesus tells them, I'm, I'm just going to get in your boat. So they push off the shore a little bit and he teaches from the front of the boat. And then he tells them, and this is Peter's boat and James and John and others. And Jesus tells them, push out into the deeper water and cast out your nets. And Peter, of course, the impetuous, always knowing better, Peter says, no, no, we've been fishing all night. We're not going to catch anything. And then he probably thinks better of himself and says, all right, if you must, we'll go. 
And then he probably grumbles right before the massive amount of fish. Well, the sermon that I heard yesterday that really got me thinking was about going deep. And it was this idea about the fact that ships, boats, are designed to go into deep water. And if a boat or a ship stays in the safe, calm waters of the harbor, it's not really fulfilling its purpose. It's designed to go out into the open ocean. It's designed to take the risk of leaving the port, leaving the harbor. And the homilist, the priest, was talking and and asking us to think about how can we be courageous enough, filled enough with the zeal, the passion of God's grace to be able to go deep, to go out into the deeper waters, to see where Christ is calling us beyond the comforts and the familiarity of the shoreline. And he used a metaphor that was particularly poignant yesterday here in the town in which I live, well, that I worship, that live in Columbus. I worship in a town called Westerville. But um, it is um, a year's anniversary yesterday for a very, very sad day in the city's um, life in which two of its police officers were killed in the line of duty on a Saturday afternoon as they responded to a domestic violence call at an apartment complex. So we were thinking yesterday about first responders and the priest said, we should be first responders for Christ. We should take the risk go into the chaos, to go into the unknown, and not just proclaim God's presence, but be God's presence. And I thought that was pretty cool. And he challenged us as we were departing to go deep, to get out into the deeper waters. If you'll stay with me through the break, I will share with you two opportunities right after Mass that I had to go deep. Well, thank you very much for staying with me through the break. So, not long after Mass ended, there were two opportunities for me to go deep. The first one, which actually was the easier one for me, although for some it would probably be the more difficult one, was when one of the um, people that I know through the parish approached me and he said, hey, we're, we're doing something special for Lent. We're doing kind of a Bible study, dramatic evening, uh, evenings throughout Lent. Um, would you like to do a dramatic monologue? And, you know, having some acting experience and liking to like, and the fact that I like to act, I said, sure. And then I kind of asked him, I said, well, you know, do you, what character and do you want me to write the monologue and he said no 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 he said he would give it to me and kind of he was thinking that writing it would be difficult for me which you know I'd have to give it some thought but I could certainly come up with a monologue I think Um, so he said no he'll email it to me and we'll see how that goes so that that was kind of cool and it was funny because he remarked he says yeah yeah so this is your chance to go deep and I kind of laughed because, again, you know, doing a dramatic monologue for me, especially one that has already been written and just 
delivering it is is really not that much of a stretch. That's not deep water for me. But there was deeper water. And the deeper water for me, although I can get up on a stage and deliver a monologue or stand in front of a class and teach all day, sharing my feelings from my heart, being vulnerable, just feeling is tough for me. It's just not something I'm very good at. But it's something I know that as I practice and as I do it more frequently, not only does it become easier, but I become healthier and happier and more fully alive and awake. All those good things. And there's an um, older gentleman who um, I see it at Mass. And um, he is tall and he's got a great hug. I'll just put it that way. And um, he's known for his hugs. And I remember one of the times that I went there months ago and I didn't even really know him very well and just was getting to know him. And he looked at me and he said, um, so how are you? Kind of holding my shoulders, being close, you know, kind of being close to me. And I said, well, okay, you know, which is the quick answer, right? We always give to each other. And then he looked at my eyes and he says, no, no, there's, you're not okay. What, what's really going on? And yeah, I was feeling upset about something at that time. And I shared a little bit of it with him and, and spoke from my heart and my gut and he smiled and just gave me another big hug. And um, yesterday it was the same thing. I um, just needed a hug and I thanked him for, for that and he thanked me for being there and he thanked me for doing what I do. He knows I teach and it's just a lot of gratitude. And... Um, it was good to kind of let my emotions out a bit. I, I didn't break out into sobbing or anything, but did cry a little bit. And I think that was good. It was important and valuable. And I'm grateful for the space to go deep into that well of emotions that lies within my heart and soul and gut and probably does in yours too, because that's part of what it is to be human, right? So I went deep yesterday and um, was grateful for it and experienced God calling me into the deep and God giving me what I needed to be there in the deep, saying yes to an invitation, really saying yes to two invitations. One was a dramatic monologue and the other was the drama, the excitement, the challenge of feeling my own inner weather and drama as well. So in conclusion, when have you experienced God's presence when you went deep? How are you hanging around the shore, the safe and shallow harbor? And how are you being called to go out into the deep, out into the wild, out into the places where risk and life and God reside? As always, thank you so much for letting me share with you. Blessings and peace.